What's up, guys? Welcome back to Tag Team, the Pokemon TCG's premier podcasting duo. My name is J.W. Crewall, and I'll be bringing you this week's podcast, Solo Dolo. That's right, Riley is out of town, or rather in town, to celebrate Andrew Mahone's impending wedding this weekend. But he got in at 2 a.m., and he definitely needs to catch some beauty sleep before the big weekend. It's going to be really fun. Andrew has booked this place where we can spend a couple nights, actually. So I'm going to come in on Friday, spend the night, hang out. We get the wedding on Saturday, hang out, and then Sunday I'll be driving home. So it's going to be a great weekend. I'm excited to celebrate Andrew and Natalie, two friends that I've known for a really, really long time. And it's definitely been a long time coming. So it'll be really fun to hang out with them this weekend. I'm looking forward to it a great deal. For today's episode, we're going to talk a bit about Worlds, including a hot off-the-press announcement, and then we'll dive into our card of the day and close with a really special announcement from the boys at Tag Team that we've been teasing for a little while, but can officially bring to you. So let's jump right into it. Worlds is a little over a month away, of course, in London this year. Something that I have been looking forward to for a long time. I remember my excitement a couple years ago when I booked my London ticket for about $300 in 2019. Well, things have jumped a bit since then, to say the least. Having to spend about $600 to get a flight and having to make the trip to New York City, which is okay. It's going to be fine. My wife and my daughter are going to spend some time with my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law over. They actually live right in New York City. So it's going to work out pretty nicely for us because I'll be able to take a cheaper flight out of New York. And then my wife and baby are going to get to have some good family time for the week. It's just a really cool thing though, that we're back worlds, man. It's, I feel like I haven't prepared as much as I could have up to this point. I mean, now is kind of the put your nose to the grindstone, try to flip every stone, leave no T's uncrossed, leave no I's undotted. Really try to get into the nitty gritty. I like to do a lot of my experimentation early on before I get kind of settled in. Okay. I know how good Palkia is and I feel very comfortable with a deck like Palkia, but What about trying the mill strategies? What about trying to incorporate some of the Pokemon Go cards into different archetypes? I mean, we already have our Arceuses. We already have our Palkias. We we know these decks are good. Why not experiment a little? I think the best time to do that is the month before so that you're not scrambling around that last one or two weeks trying to figure out what the metagame could look like. So Plenty of stuff coming up for us here on the podcast. We'll be talking a lot about worlds, the world's meta, what we've been testing, what we like, what we dislike. So you won't want to miss that. It's been really cool seeing everyone's qualification emails as well. That's something that I've missed. And I think I've grown in my old age to respect that a little bit more where it's like, yeah, people are excited about their accomplishments. And that's cool. I used to be kind of like a snob about that for sure, where it's like, Oh, you know, 
wow, you it's your first time making it to Worlds or, you know, oh, my gosh, you made it 10 times the Worlds like you still have to post your qualification email. But no, I'm stoked. So congratulations to everyone who is going and qualified for the World Championships and congratulations to everyone who isn't going and still qualified to the World Championships. It's a it's a really big honor and you should feel extremely excited about it now. I'll be able to attend, of course, and I'll be taking some exclusive photos. There's some content creator background things that I might be able to partake in. I can't quite say what they are just yet, but you'll be sure to see some different angles, let's just say, of what goes on at the World Championships. I'm really excited. I've talked a lot about doing vlogs over the course of this season. And I took a lot of footage from Indy and then just never got around to splicing it up and putting it into a video. But I will be doing that with Worlds because it's just such a spectacle. It's something that I want to be able to remember for me, not even necessarily for the viewers, but something for me where I say, oh yeah, this is a really cool time. Look what happened. I went here, I went here. I saw this, I saw that, I met this person, here was my tournament, and especially it being in London, I mean, there's so many cool things to do. I've been thinking about what I want to do in London, and I'm going to give myself at least a day of sightseeing, because I don't want to stress out too much about the tournament. I, I, I'm The hope is that I have all my testing done uh, well in advance, and I'm not really deciding much when I get to London, maybe like the last card or two of the archetype that I'm playing. But I'm hoping to at least sightsee one day. I really would like to eat at a very fancy restaurant would be one of the things that's on my list. Haven't quite figured that out yet, but uh, still looking into that. And then, of course, seeing, you know, the Queen at Buckingham Palace. They're opening up a lot of these palaces and things for the Queen's Jubilee year. So looking forward to getting there. The Tower of London is very cool. The museum is very cool. I also hear that there's a British War Museum that comes very highly recommended to me by a friend. So I want to check that out. It has World War One, World War Two, and I believe an exhibit on the Holocaust. So it might be a real, you know, surely will be a real deep experience. But I'm kind of into that history stuff. One of the biggest announcements though today is that the Pokemon company will continue on with the tradition of the most recent worlds of having an open. So the London open has been announced and tickets will go on sale for that tomorrow. And if you're listening to this on Thursday, they will go on sale today. So go on sale Thursday, 9am Pacific time is the first wave. 5 p.m. Pacific time is the second wave and 8 p.m. Pacific time is the third wave. And the London Open is basically a regionals tournament that's held on Saturday of Worlds. So if you don't make it into the day of competition on Saturday, then you can participate alternatively in this London Open. And it's a really, really great opportunity to earn some CP. Now, I will warn you that... The prizes are not particularly good for that, and I have a story to tell on that in just a second. But additionally, the tickets sell out very quickly for this style event because people are already there, right? So people want to just, if they do poorly in the main event, they want to just jump right over into the London Open 
and try to accumulate some CP that goes towards 2023, gives you a leg up. And since you're already traveling there, you already are, you know, have the hotel booked, you're already there, you might as well partake. So you get a lot of these really strong players that didn't qualify for, you know, whatever day competition. Now it's kind of screwed up with the three day, four day model, but uh, whatever day's competition that the open starts on, get all those players competing, trying to get that extra CP bump for the next year. So it's a great way. I've participated in a couple of opens. The last open that they, that I played in, I got top four and it gave me like a hundred CP or something right out the gate. Really great because, you know, if if you know anything about my history in the game, it's that I'm trying to do, you know, I, I want to go to as many regionals as I can, but it's kind of like an invite and chill philosophy where it's like I'm not really financially able to like go to every single IC and regional and cup and whatever there happens to be. That's just not. I'm just way too frugal, to be honest. You know, I would love to go to everyone, but I just don't got that cash. You know what I'm saying? So it's great to have an open because if I'm already going to be there for Worlds, then I might as well take advantage of the free tournament. Well, free I say free tournament, but the, uh, the tournament that I won't have to pay too much extra for. Now, the entry fee is 30 pounds for masters to enter into the London Open. And one of the cool things is that if you are playing in the World's Tournament and you do qualify for Saturday, which would be the third day of competition, if you do qualify for Saturday, then you will not have to um, you know, pay that 30 pounds. You will actually get it refunded to you. So there's almost no risk. I think every player that is going to London, if they're not really planning to do a ton of other tournaments, they should absolutely take advantage of the London Open. The downside is that while it is a regionals-style tournament in the format and the amount of players, it doesn't pay like a regional tournament. So you pay your 30 pounds or like what I guess that's about $30 now. I was just reading that the euro and the dollar are about the same now. But you pay your $30, you enter the tournament, and you win, and you get prize wall tickets. You win the whole event, get a couple hundred CP, which is honestly the biggest prize, and then you get some prize wall tickets. Now, when I got top four, am I open i think nashville nashville open i want to say when i got top four there i got just enough tickets and i had been stocking this prize because they have obviously different levels of prizes right like they have your premier prizes that might be a console on the wall and then they have like certain plushies that are really cool and then they might have booster packs, booster boxes, and then kind of on down to like little trinkets or coins or pins or whatever it is. There was a Nintendo Switch on the wall. And I needed, I don't know, 800 tickets or what. I don't know the conversion exactly, but I needed, let's just say, 800 tickets to get that Nintendo Switch. And by winning, I got... 800 tickets and I was so excited to go up to the prize wall, turn in my tickets, get that Nintendo Switch cuz I didn't have a Switch at that point. I had actually just gotten a Switch over the last couple of years. Um 
because I had kind of wanted to avoid getting sucked into the the trap, right? Because I'm I love video games, really. I I do. I grew up on video games, love video games, but I wanted to avoid getting sucked into the trap. Wanted to focus my time and attention, um, my new job, and you know, trying to get that. And anyway, I stayed away from the Switch for a long time. I knew it would be a trap for me, but I was excited. I was like, okay, if I can earn it here, that'd be really cool. I'll play it, you know, and then I've earned it at least, you know, I didn't just go out and buy it and like waste my money on it. I'd earned it. That's the best prize on the wall. Unfortunately, the problem with that is that by the time you finish the open and you get to the top four players, most of the things on the prize wall have gone. So as soon as I finished my top four match, I walk over, try to redeem my tickets and there's no more switch. And it was heartbreaking. It made me want to cry. It made me want to rip my hair out, fall to my knees, and cry. I didn't. I ended up not doing that, and I just sucked it up. And I got a couple of Evolutions booster boxes, which, I mean, honestly, kind of buffed out for me in the end. Um, I ended up selling one of those booster boxes for 50 bucks. So I could have a nice meal that night. Uh, but the other booster box I keep behind me on my on my wall of prizes. So, you know, what? It's probably sitting at like 500 bucks now after a pandemic high of $1,000. Definitely should have sold back then. But yeah, it it it's a scary one for sure. Don't get your hopes uh, up on, oh yeah, I'm going to go to the London Open, make my money back. No, that's just not how it works. Expect some prize wall tickets and then further expect there to not be anything to buy on the prize wall of much value. (laughs) Hey you, yeah you, is your down there hair looking like a tangela mated with a polyswine? It definitely is if you haven't tried the best products from our sponsor, Manscaped. I've loved Manscaped products from the first time I use them, and you know they're going to be a major part of my routine to get me looking and smelling fresh for a Mahone's wedding. From the Lawnmower 4.0 to the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Manscaped has it all. And you can get your own products with 20% off plus free shipping by using our code TAGTEAM at checkout. That's right, 20% off plus free shipping by using code tag team with a deal that good. You better make like a substrika and sprint right to the checkout. Thanks as always to manscaped for presenting the cast. Now let's get into our card of the day, or should I say cards of the day? There were some new cards just released in the lost origin set that are alternate arts of cards that we knew we were getting. But they look absolutely incredible, and I'm not going to belabor you with trying to guess which arts. I'm just going to talk about some of these cards. They look so cool. First card we'll talk about is the Rotom V. Rotom, of course, is that Pokemon that can infect all of the different devices in the home, the vacuum cleaner, the washing machine, refrigerator, etc. We have an amazing alt art for the Rotom V of Rotom in... The room looks like my room on some some days. 
Just a bunch of crap strewn about. It's like a Pokemon catcher down there I'm seeing. Yeah, it's a, a super rod up there. Yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, you got your Rotom and all of his little devices in the room. It's so cool. It's like so fun. What a cool, it reminds me of a Brave Little Toaster. It's got Brave Little Toaster vibes on this artwork. Really a nice setting where the Rotom is super highlighted. Everything else, it seems like it might be in like kind of the date or the evening time. There's like a sunset kind of hue to the room. Really fun card if you haven't taken a look at it already. Also have a nice Aerodactyl. That one gives me, speaking of vibes, this one gives me Fantasia vibes. You got Aerodactyl flying through the air. You got some Tropius on the ground, some other Pokemon in the background. But man, this card is gorgeous as well. Absolutely incredible. I'll be looking for that Aerodactyl without a doubt. But I think the most exciting of the Lost Abyss, Lost Origin leaks has everyone talking is the Giratina V. Yes, this Giratina V has very much this grungy aesthetic, kind of a, an explosion of color and patterns. Seen a lot of discourse about this card on Twitter. It seems like a lot of people are really excited about it. And I think it might be, you know, I mean, certainly would be the most expensive card out of this set. I mean, we've seen that already from the most recent set with the Dialga V being among, if not the most expensive, that Altart being expensive from that set. So I think, you know, Giratina V has that same kind of wow factor, right? It's just very, very well done. And if this is the trajectory of Pokemon cards, I am here for it. Amazing card. Absolutely incredible card. We've made it to the point in the cast. going to be a short one today, guys, but we made it to the point in the cast where I have an extremely special announcement to make. Yeah, that's right. We are coming out with official merchandise. Tag Team has put out t-shirts, long sleeve t-shirts. We have a design up on Twitter if you want to see those at Tag Team Pokemon. But it is so, so cool. We got our artists working on these. We were back and forth with a lot of the design, and they look very fresh. So if you know the Synthwave vibe where you have this kind of um, palette, this, uh, this, this sort of palette that moves from one color to the next, a gradient, if you will, very much a gradient, has um, some nice features, some nice details that I want to point out. So... This gradient, red to blue, kind of the colors of the podcast. We got an updated logo that will feature on the chest area. We have the back plate that features my favorite Pokemon, Dragonite, Riley's favorite Pokemon, the Pichu, in a silhouette in that synthwave style. And if you look really closely on the back plate, you'll actually see some holographic patterns. I thought that was a really nice touch. I thought that was a really, really nice touch. It looks so fresh. 
And then, of course, it has Tag Team written on the arms, Tag Team Podcast, with Tag Team written in Japanese. That was another little nod to Pokemon's origins in Japan. You put it all together on a long sleeve shirt, it looks sick. A black long sleeve shirt looks very crisp, very clean. I'm really excited for how this design turned out. And if you want to see for yourself, again, go over to Twitter, follow us there if you haven't already, at Tag Team Pokemon. Get a taste for what is to come in the merch department. Now we have a form, a Google form up right now. It's not an order form, but it does help us get a little bit of an idea of where people might order shirts from, how many they'll order, what size they want, things like this. That just help us calculate a little bit more how best to order the shirts. Should we order them in bulk? Should we order them, you know, on a case-by-case basis? Obviously, if we order in bulk, it's going to save us some money. It's going to save you, more importantly, some money. So it'd be great to know that, hey, there's 4,000 people that would like a shirt. Do I think that that is true? Um, You know, I like to dream. But no, honestly, if, you know, there's a couple dozen people that really want a shirt, then okay, yeah, we can put in an order for that in a bulk size and then uh, distribute those at a cheaper price. But right now we're sitting at estimated $40 with hopefully free shipping. Now, again, these prices are subject to change, but I think when you see the shirt, you'll fall in love. So check it out over at Tag Team Pokemon. Fill out the form if you think you might be wanting a shirt here in the next month or so. And we're going to be looking at getting into production of these shirts. They look so clean. I'm really excited with how they came out. And we've been kind of teasing it for the last month or two. And I think they just really live up to what we try to do here on the cast, what our ideals are, and just what the community wants. It's really nice kind of streetwear. I would feel very cool wearing this just out in public, right? It's like a cool conversation piece. I think it just looks great all around. Really, really can't give enough praise to our artist. Can't give enough praise to Riley for a lot of the design ideas. Looks really nice. So check it out over there at Tag Team Pokemon. You can also find me at Real John Walter and normally my co-host, but unfortunately not with us tonight, Riley Hulbert over at Smiles with Riles. Normally, we will stream these podcasts. This week is a little bit weird with a wedding, but we'll stream these podcasts over at twitch.tv slash munner. Go give Riley a follow or follow me on my own Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash flexdaddyrighteous. That's going to do it for us tonight. Thank you all so much for listening to the podcast. Again, check out those shirts. Check out Manscaped, and we'll catch you on the next episode. See ya!